0: curry for january 28th 2020 this is episode number 23 hey 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 mo how you doing i'm doing good adam how about yourself yeah doing real good thank you actually i uh, had to think of you today and the show uh as i watched dolomite is uh is my name the mm-hmm. eddie, eddie murphy movie have you seen that no how is it yeah, i I've, I've really enjoyed in- well i don't want to like praise it too much because i thought tina didn't want to watch it and then she came home like oh yeah and i watched dolomite she's like i wanted to see that you know it's like ch- that that in our family is cheating that's adultery right there you know that's you oh do-
1: yeah you can't look ahead you can't you can't, you can't no,
0: well I, I don't look she's the one that likes to look ahead but i i, I messed up on this movie um but <laughs> i liked it i think she's watching it right now it was really good and it was a true story i had no idea i didn't know anything about dolomite
1: it's on my watch list, but with the kids around, you know, that's. <laughs> I hear,
0: just, it. I hear you gotta that. Fi- you
1: got to find time. You got to time. Yeah. It.
0: No, I packed mine off a couple of years ago. Whoop. Goodbye. Okay. Now it's time for daddy to watch movies. So, how's everything going? Yeah, everything is good. Um, I'm ready for uh, another Mo Facts. Uh, I got a lot of good feedback on uh, episode 22, um, but mainly about Martin Luther King jr yeah and uh yeah I, I saw a lot of you know i i wanted to mention this to you twitter is racist and i'll tell you why it, when when uh i when we put out a show i tweet out a show and then you know people are liking the the tweet and you know then i'll uh or you know they they have a comment i'll reply uh you know maybe i'll follow a person and then within you know like 24 hours you know i've got a, a different twitter feed you know it's it's I, there's a lot of black twitter coming into my feed and if, mm-hmm. and if i don't continuously do that it twitter just kind of phases it out and all of a sudden I'm like i don't where's the blackness in my feed i don't see anything it's like false alarm, false alarm, <laughs> <That's> false alarm. <laughs> tell the neighbors it's okay, honey. No, no but it's
1: my fat fingered a, a light here, so let's get him back soon.
0: <laughs> no, but it's it's really weird. <laughs> then you know, if, I don't know. I'm not interacting enough, or I don't know. The algo somehow thinks that I'm not interested just because you know I'm not following new stuff or something. I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't like it. I think it's annoying.
1: Yeah, that's why I don't do social media too much. I just use it pretty much for the show and to dm yeah uh, the people from the show
0: yeah like, well i use it as an inbox mainly but from time to time i want to follow a topic and i don't just notice it anyway let's uh, crank up the uh, wheel here and let's see what uh what topic mo has brought for us on episode number 23 of mo facts with adam curry as the wheel comes to a standstill we see
2: okay what is this whole like people of color label is it just that we're not white
0: <laughs> ah yes the third rail of race relations here we go
1: people of color which <laughs> i cannot
0: just to let people
1: know i cannot stand that term i hate it huh and i hate very few things but i hate it because when i hear people of color my brain does this weird thing uh-huh. and says colored
0: people now, do you believe you are unique in this, or do you think this is uh, something that more people more people would be irritated by?
1: If I had my wishes, everybody would be irritated and do that same change because all you did was take off the ed, throw in the o o f, and switch the words around, and like, oh yeah, people of color that's fine, but color yeah. people is offensive.
0: Oh, social justice warrior hearts are breaking around the nation. This should be headline yeah. news.
1: So with this show, we're going to look into people of color.
0: Um, <laughs> and, and wait, wait, can I just say that uh, this, I specifically did not ask, why does it bother you? I presume the next show will help unwrap this.
1: Actually, the next clip will.
3: Colored. It is just a word that has horrifying connotations. It just brings back with it echoes of signs that say, no coloreds here. Colored's not allowed. Wherever you are in the world, it just takes you immediately back to a, a difficult time. And rightly or wrongly, and perhaps this is a little mean of me, whenever I hear a white person use the word colored to describe black people, I'm going to assume you don't have many black friends. Colored just has some of the most horrifying connotations. It carries with it echoes of a very difficult time. And it also carries with it my least favorite argument in the world, which is when people say it's just a word. Words are all we have. And if somebody is telling you that this is not the word that they want used about themselves, and that's something that people need to learn to respect. The reality is a lot of people still to this day are confused by what word is acceptable, what word is politically correct to use, which is a, a horrifying phrase. I think the polite thing to do is to use the word that people themselves are comfortable being used. And that is definitely not colored.
1: So... When I hear people of color, I literally see the sign on the door, colored the only, on granny black and white <laughs> yeah. video, or video to say, colored only. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna play this mind game with me because w- this is what I think, and we're gonna examine one where the term came from, two how it is used, and three, the group of people they try to box in this term. People of color or POC. So, like I said, when I hear this, I find it very offensive. And as we always do, I had went I, I went on a hunt to figure out where it came from. All right. <laughs> back
0: back to ground zero. <laughs>
1: yeah. So we had to, we had to go back and figure out where it came from. And uh, it's not a, it's not a race unpacking people of
4: color. Some of these terms are placed on us and some of them, like people of color and women of color, come from within groups. Loretta Ross is a feminist and educator. She told me how the term women of color came from the U.S. women's movement of the 1970s. And how people of color came afterward to include men.
5: It was created as a statement of solidarity that people who are oppressed because of their race or ethnic background would work together. It's not a biological designation so much as a political designation.
0: Mm, Okay, a couple things in there. Uh, First of Mm -hmm. all, when you say people of color, um, that's also grouping a much wider group into one. Is that how you take it?
1: Yeah, because who's included? Um... Anything not white. First of all, we are not colors. We examined that before in another show. I use the term black just for the sake of argument. And it's why I say, uh, quote unquote, black community. I say, quote unquote, black a lot. And I mean, I don't harp on it too much, but we are not colors. I'm not black. You're not white. Uh, Hispanics are not brown. And then they use this term brown, like very loosely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Who's brown? Is it Asian people are brown? Are they still yellow? Uh, Is the, I mean, see what I'm saying? It's this weird thing where.
0: It's more like, it's more like losing an identity because you're being lumped together with, with a bunch of others instead of gaining one, which is also of course, questionable.
1: For a political purpose.
0: Exactly. That's that was, that that was the logical. Yeah. Political. Exactly.
1: It's all political. So we formed this nice little box to put non-white people in. And w- when we go back and think about white and black and how that was established, that was to post-slavery, uh, there was only really like two races, white and black, uh, the way they shaped it. Right. And people that appeared to be white could be uh, could pass, as we talked about last show. Right. With, uh, the brown J. paper bag
0: test. Yep.
1: Yeah, with J. Edgar Hoover, he passed. Um, tons of other people passed. By so the way, I, I, you- I
0: took another look at some pictures of J. Edgar Hoover. Oh man, <laughs> you can totally see it. Totally see yeah. it. That's once you see it,
1: you can't unsee it.
0: No, no, no. It's exactly. It's like one of those 3D pictures where you don't see it, and all of a sudden there's a Statue of Liberty. You know that that's what happens when you when you do a, an image search on J. Edgar Hoover. It's like okay, he's black
1: that goes to show you about race in America, which is such a big topic that we probably had to do like a 10-part series just to talk about what actual races are and who's what and what and who's not. Right. But what they've done with politics is to say basically colored people means non-white. Right. That's the only thing it means. Right. So they lump you into this nice little box but we're going to examine that often when people become American, quote-unquote American, they come out of that box. But that's just a little foreshadowing. Uh, you're probably wondering who Loretta J. Ross is. Uh, she's an African-American academic feminist and activist uh, who advocate advocates for reproductive uh, justice. So, And she spoke at the 1970s. Well, I'll let her tell you. Um, and Loretta, Loretta Ross... Yeah. <laughs>
0: say that 10 times Loretta Ross, R- 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 there you go Loretta Ross Loretta
1: Ross, the origin of the phrase of women of color
5: Y'all know where the term <laughs> women of color came from? Who can say that? See, we're bad at transmitting history In 1977, a group of black women from Washington, D.C. went to the National Women's Conference that Jimmy Carter had given $5 million to have as part of the World Decade for Women. There was a conference in Houston, Texas. This group of black women carried to that conference something called a Black Women's Agenda because the organizers of the conference, Bella Adler, Ellie Smule, and what have you, had put together a three-page minority women's plank Mm. in a 200-page document Mm. that these black women thought was somewhat inadequate. (laughs) And so they actually formed a group called Black Women's Agenda to come there in Houston with a black women's plan of action that they wanted the delegates to vote to substitute for the minority plank. That was in the proposed plan of action. Well, a funny thing happened in Houston when they took the black women's agenda to Houston. Then all the rest of the minority women of color wanted to be included in the black women's agenda.
0: Ah, hijack, hijack, hijack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you know, if one thing's consistent throughout uh, these 20, 22 episodes we've done so far and this being the 23rd, is that is the hijacking by a whole bunch of other... Like, hey, look at those black people. Let's jump jump on that train. Woo! That's so consistent. But when we say that, everybody thinks we're
1: paranoid, or, oh, you're just saying that, or you just think everybody's taking everything from you. Literally, when I say we open the door...
0: Yeah, Yeah, you actually do, yeah.
1: And everybody else is kind of like, oh, thank you for opening that door. Uh, Why don't you hold it for us? (laughs) <laughs> while we reap
0: all the benefits so what's the conversation um, you have uh uh with people about this do you say hey we should stop o- holding the door open or is there some magical barrier that makes that impossible i mean
1: well it's the idea of well several ideas but one of them is uh is like black nationalism mm-hmm. where we build for ourselves. Uh, we depend upon each other. We spend our dollars with each other. Right. That way, you're not, when you make these coalitions, people don't gut your ideas and then leave you out in the code. Right. Which normally happens, but I'll let Loretta Ross continue.
5: Okay. Well, they agreed, except that you could no longer call it the black women's agenda. Mm-hmm it was in those negotiations in Houston the term women of color was created okay and they didn't see it as a biological designation you're born Asian you're born black you're born African American, whatever it is a solidarity definition a commitment to work in collaboration with other oppressed women of color who have been minoritized now, what's happened, you know, in the 30 years since then is that people see it as biology now.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: You know, like, OK, I, and, and, and people are saying, I don't want to be defined as woman of color. I am black. I am Asian American. Well, that's fine. But why are you reducing a political designation to a biological destiny? Mm-hmm. That's what white supremacy wants you to do.
0: Yep. And it's probably a good idea to point out here that there are many things that are uh, being propagandized upon women of all colors. Doesn't matter because uh, mm-hmm. you need them all uh, to make these things happen. And uh, these things should be a warning. You know, you you think you think you're doing exactly the right thing, and then you wake up. It's like, now this didn't really work out that great.
1: Because when you have political groups and political motives, once it serves its pur- purpose yeah, in politics, they, you get tossed out. Left. Yeah, it's it's left. You know, so that's why you have to focus on and this is one thing the republicans or conservatives w- w- are different from the democrats and just to get in a little politics how i see it republicans are a collective based on their ideas so it's like okay we're pro-christian pro or like evangelical or uh low taxes or pro yeah, general guy.
0: general conservatism yeah
1: I guess right. I mean, they 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 bond with each other based off of ideas. Yeah. Where with Democrats, it's like, oh yeah, you're 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 kind of brownish, and you're kind of brownish.
0: <laughs> when you step, well, and- I don't think a single Democrat would agree with you. But if you really step back and look at it objectively, that is how most of their communication goes on. And and maybe that's part of some of the brain fry you see when people start to figure it out. Go, what? It, it like just as a quick example, like. Silicon Valley uh, uh everything is being pushed for a cashless society and then all of a sudden someone stands up and says hey you can't do that because the homeless people and there's like a brain fry that takes place like er, oh wait a minute we have but we want progress but we can't have progress what do we do you know instead of actually thinking about solving the problem which is homelessness but 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 that kind of brain fry takes place at a certain point
1: and i want to be clear with everybody I am apolitical. I call myself a political atheist because I don't believe in politicians. Uh, but just an example, what we saw in my home state of Virginia was last week, um, yeah. last Monday. Yeah, they were surprised about how many black black, black people am- showed yeah, up with guns because it was the idea of we believe in protecting ourselves, and to do that, you need to have arms. So that's what that's what the point I'm making about it. you have a collective of people around the idea instead of uh, my uh, genitalia or my pigmentation of my skin or
0: right. In fact, age I, or I, I believe those kind of things. I believe part of the media failure, because um, of course you know it was peaceful, but I wasn't there, so I don't really know everything. But the media failure, which I am an expert in, to me was there were too many black people brown people, non-white people for the television picture for them to really uh portray anything that would go along with the narrative of, you know, white nationalists, white supremacists, Ku Klux Klan blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. Mm-hmm. so I th- I think it truly was diverse. Otherwise they would have shown it. I know how they think. I know how it works. I w- I was there once. <laughs>
1: it's a it's, it's a diverse
0: crowd of people that yes. wants
1: to that want to protect themselves especially exactly. if and I don't want to go down around. I'm just make this one last point. If you have been uh, telling me this is the worst time, you know, in history for racism, as a black man, quote unquote black man, why would I want to give up my guns at this very moment in time <laughs> in history? That doesn't make. <laughs> Get
0: with the program, Mo. Hello. Yeah. Turn it in. Yeah, that doesn't make. Very Send much- your sense. DNA. I mean- Come on. If I believe what they say
1: if I if I was to believe what they say that's counter counterintuitive to what yes what I should be doing but we're gonna get back on 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 track here with the final clip from Loretta Ross
5: and I, and I think it's a setback mm-hmm. when we disintegrate as people of color mm-hmm. you know around primitive ethnic claiming you know yes we are asian american native american whatever but the point is when you choose to work with other people who are minoritized by oppression you have lifted yourself out of that basic identity into another political being another political space And unfortunately, so many times people of color hear the term people of color from other white people that they think white people created it instead of understanding that we we self named ourselves this. This is a term that has a lot of power for us, but we've done a poor ass job of communicating that history so that people understand that power.
0: Yeah, thanks, Loretta. Don't blame Whitey. We were just following instructions. Well, they didn't create it, but political systems
1: hijacked it. Oh, and of course. Into, <laughs> of course. Changed it into whatever you wanted. And, and I really don't, I, honestly, I don't know who's included, who's excluded, because you talk to some people. Uh, it's it, Some people are included and some people are not included. Mm. Uh, and how we made the jump from women of color to people, people of color. color, because men, they want to include men, so then you yep. had to go to POC. Or right. as I say, colored people. And I, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to drive that home I hear because it. that's what I hear. It, it irks me. I want
0: you to keep saying that it's, it's yeah. throughout the whole show. <laughs> color people. Uh, uh, but when, but when I, it took, the first time I saw the initials POC, I was like, what, did, what? And and part of that is, you know, I'm used to PIC, which is piloting command. And so it kind of f- confused me for a moment. Like, oh, people of color. Nah. And just intuitively, like, nah, I'm, I'm not using that. It's also too, it's too many words. Stupid. And I've never, I've never used that term
1: to describe myself or to describe other people.
0: Now, let me tell you, so I, it's, he- it's, I hear it used eventually. a lot. <laughs> I heard used a lot.
1: Well, we're going to figure out the source of where, where it's being uh, propagated. And we're going to go to McAllister College.
2: So for me, a lot of it has been like, okay, what is this whole, like, people of color label? Is it just that we're not white? Because, like, that seems like a loose way what, to
7: go. Tell me about that label. Some students embrace it. Some students, I don't I don't, yeah. I don't like that.
2: And I'm like, you know, so I was reading this book, or I was skimming this book, to be honest. <laughs> it was, like, The Heart of Whiteness. Mm-hmm. And so it was, like the thought there is that why are you calling people of color people of color just because they're not white so then should you use the term non-white but is that prioritizing whiteness as the norm and assuming that all white people are the same so I mean I hate it but it's like the most applicable term I don't know at the moment is just the, the term that everyone recognize, right, recognizes right now and so it's like okay how do you create unity among people but then also you can't assume that someone is not white
0: yeah well that was interesting i i kind of hate it oh listen <laughs> listen, i'll use it yeah well hey mo thank you for for bringing this one up i've always thought it was a weird term intuitively i've never really thought about it that much i just don't use that i say i say americans <laughs> if it's if it's pertinent to the conversation what color someone is uh then maybe but no, not people of color but that's just not me because i just fight against everything that's trendy Including my hairstyle and my clothing, can't you tell? <laughs> I'm sure you're doing just fine, Adam. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm wearing <laughs> I, Untuck Untuck,
1: I, I like those shirts. I uh, gotta which, admit, I like them which, too. Which we're not doing an ad. No, we're not doing an ad, folks. Uh, just no, so no, know, no, uh, no.
0: Because we don't have any ads, is why we can talk about products honestly.
1: Right. It's like people of color.
0: Uh, (laughs) onward onward
1: Uh, so we have to look at who's included or inclusive and who's non-inclusive right is it and the two major groups are black and brown right you know those that's the core and then Asians might be in it depending on what part of Asia you're from or your economic status well, or you
0: know, educational I, status. I, I believe that Asians get a really raw deal from time to time. You know, they're getting cut out of uh, college admissions now <laughs> and all kinds of stuff. So they, they don't get in mm-hmm. when it's when when they when they accelerate when they excel and uh, they're doing really great and there's a lot of them qualifying for entry entry into I think it was Yale. I want to say I'm, I, I'm not sure. Um, you know, all of a sudden now we got too many of them, we got to slow them down. Then all of a sudden they're not people of color, then they're Asians. And that's, well, not, and that's that, another thing. Asians, like, how about from India? There's brown people. Yeah,
1: they're brown. Yeah. They're brown. Yeah. But are they counted in into, the into brown and black? I don't know. And I'm trying to figure out. But I'm going to tell you, I, I in doing my studies here, I came across a term. And I really couldn't find a clip for it. But you gave me an excellent segue. into going go on there, it's called the model
0: minority myth model minority myth no no i haven't
1: Uh, okay so the this is why asians get kicked out of the poc or the colored people uh group because (laughs) they're educated and self-sufficient and it messes up the narrative oh so it's like you gotta go you gotta go over there with that uh
0: uh self-reliance you know (laughs) <laughs> with yeah. the old, figured out on your own group is that the idea <laughs> wow yeah wow model minority hmm. okay putting that in the show notes had not heard of that
1: yeah, one. yeah so we were saying just to give you i just that's why they're sometimes excluded uh but of the group one of the groups they want to merge my lineage with is the latinos mm-hmm. or latinx or like uh, however you want to um, what phrase you want to use? Because that's even confusing. I don't know what. I mean, everything's being super segmented now. Too, mm-hmm. you don't know what you're supposed to say. But I found this clip from the New York Times, um, talking about the uh, Latin Latino race.
8: I think the Latino identity is pretty confusing to me. Uh, because uh, oftentimes I find it in a little checkbox on a form and, and I'm confused on whether I should put Latino or Hispanic, but I'm
9: Mexican.
5: As Latin Americans, as Hispanics in the U.S., um, there's, there's a community get, that gets built regardless of which specific country you're coming from.
10: In our history is a history of... African people, indigenous people, Europeans, conquistadores, all these different people colliding, many times not with their consent. So that informs all these loaded issues people have.
11: It's like navigating three identities. You're, if you're from the States, you're American, you're black, and you're Latina. <laughs> and furthermore, wherever country that you identify in coming from. And that's those are that's a lot to navigate.
0: <laughs> See, Mo, you don't have all. I mean, this this girl's got problems. She she's also a woman. There's another thing to navigate. Oh my goodness!
1: So within their own group, they have this Discord. many segments. Yeah, yeah. And you want to f- jam black people and brown people together when they haven't even worked out
0: amongst their- themselves.
1: Yeah, they're mm-hmm. they're how they're gonna be categorized. Right. So I'm just giving background here how
0: nonsensical it is this well, coalition the, the, that the people, they're trying to create. And then people freely admit that, that it's like, well, it's kinda messed up, but all right, let's go along with it. That's what I'm hearing.
1: and, and that's what I'm pointing out is that it's it's a brand. It's like, okay, well, I'll just buy uh this brand, because that's what's available.
0: <laughs> what, what color is the Louis? <laughs> that's what I want to know. Right, exactly.
1: <laughs> so, um, let we'll
10: continue on with this uh, This the New York Times piece. People say, oh, you look like a white dude. In some context, not in all contexts, depends where I am, depends who I'm with, depends a lot, whole lot of things, um, depends what language I'm speaking. But however I look, when I leave my name, I can't get a phone call back about an apartment in New York City. And this isn't like 10 places I call, this is like 30.
5: And I remember telling a kid one time, I was like, let me tell you, the Ku Klux Klan comes here
3: and they see your last name, you're going too, bro. (laughs) You know? (laughs) And the kids are like, what are you talking about? And it was like a big thing. Because one of my daughters is lighter than the other, they had blackness issues. And I remember my oldest daughter telling my youngest daughter that she was and her hair, she said something, and I remember crying, like, immediately, like, oh, my God. No, no.
0: Wow.
1: Oh, my God, no. <laughs> She's black. <laughs> God. <laughs> no, that's what I heard. It's like. Yeah, no, I hear you. What?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, that's the. You had two daughters, one's, I'm assuming, dark and one's fair-skinned, Yeah. or light-skinned, and it's like, she was torn up about it. I'm not trivializing, but it's... It's
0: kind of insane. Big,
1: you got two sisters that can't even get along with each other. They share the same
0: genetic code. I mean, uh, for at least from one side, the maternal. It so- sounds like nobody needs white people. There's enough racism going on <laughs> as is. You don't need our help. <laughs> Well, the question is, uh-oh, here we go. Who who who
1: is really white?
6: Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't
1: and know. Can Latinos benefit from white privilege? So, can Latinos benefit from white privilege?
11: The short answer is, yeah. <laughs> duh. For example, not only do light-skinned Latinos dominate being on TV, remember? But countries like Brazil and Cuba supported policies that actively whitened their population. And countries like Mexico deliberately ignored their Afro-Mexican population in the national census till 2015. But when it comes to Latinos living in the United States, the answer can get a little complicated. But let's start with, what does it mean to be white? I've met Latinos with skin whiter than Jorge Ramos's scalp. And that's because when European colonizers came to the Caribbean and Latin America, they brought their light eyes, pasty skin, and some weird ass diseases. Many light-skinned Latinos today exhibit features that are, or sometimes pass as, white in the US. This means some Latinos do experience white privilege. White privilege doesn't mean you're automatically a bad person. It just means that you might not face certain obstacles because of the way you look.
0: Yeah, I think this was a clip from MTV, if I'm not mistaken.
1: This was actually the cat call.
0: Oh, somehow uh, I thought that was an MTV.
1: It's, it's on it MTV? Sounds, I, I, I yeah. had that clip. Yeah. But it was, like, redundant.
0: Okay.
6: I know
1: exactly what you're right, talking right, about right, with right. the black girl. with yep. the I, Yeah. But it, it's like they had talking points, really. Uh, you
0: think? But, hmm, imagine that.
1: So Latinos can benefit from white privilege
0: No, no, no! You, you, even you no, 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 no! You better believe they can. That's what she pass. said. She yeah. said
1: it herself. Yeah. They can pass, so it's like
0: like like a test. <laughs> yeah,
1: like hey like don't mess this up for me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like man. change the last name and yeah, nobody ever know because if you heard in the previous clip, the guy said, you know. I, he's pretty much a white guy until he got to put his name down on him for application or, or apartment. Right. It's like, Oh yeah. Martinez, huh? Okay. We ain't calling you back, but they have the luxury of, I've used this term before of being closeted. This is, this is another reason why this coalition of colored people won't, uh, work. No, of course not. We can't be closeted. Oh, well, some of us can't. I mean, if you're, uh, like, uh, j edgar hoover or people like that you can but for the most part we, we well, well are hold, hold on see. hold on
0: a second is there anyone mm-hmm. else that you know of currently who you feel is uh in the public eye or less uh that is of a j edgar hoover situation
1: mariah carey
0: oh my goodness okay but she doesn't count anymore i mean hello 1990 <laughs> give me something <laughs>
6: from that <laughs>
1: i'm just saying um uh, recently i mean
0: uh, I, I got you i'd put you on the spot pers- but I, I understand you
1: no. a person that walks his line is drake
0: you're right yes drake it's god's plan <laughs> <laughs> you are so racist you laugh because you think i don't know drake songs no, it's in your timing. It's my last. <laughs> well, that, that's talent. I'm sorry. You, I mistook your recognition of my talent for racism. All right. <laughs> but,
1: but he walks that line. He, when he, interviews, he does. He, he does. With You're accent. so... Yeah, it's yeah, like, oh, yeah. Canada. You and are so
0: right. You're don't so, you know?
1: It's like, but then when you start rapping, it's like,
0: what? But the question so, is, is it really a benefit? Is it a benefit but, to Drake? I mean... Okay, he's pretty successful, but is it, is it beneficial? Do we know? We will never know, of course. You know what I mean? It's
1: beneficial to him because he successfully plays racially ambiguous. Okay,
0: I take that from you. Yeah. You
1: see just a poster on your teenage daughter's wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say, say a white, white male. Uh, I uh, saw a poster He and you didn't particularly care for black people you wouldn't be triggered by that. But he's just black enough where he can say certain words and do certain things and and get a pass.
0: All right. But he's passing both (laughs) (laughs) He's totally passable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay.
1: So we have to ask ourselves, why are they trying so hard with this people of color thing, especially in 2020? Uh, it's because black people have seen we have very few allies. And an example of that is Tavis Spiley is going to explain how black America lost ground under Obama.
6: This week while we were
8: traveling in Iowa, we spoke with Mr. Smiley about what's changed over the last decade as Martin Luther King Day approaches on Monday. We started by talking about what areas, if any,
12: are better for black America now than they were before Barack Obama took office. I'm sad to report that in every single leading economic category, black America has lost ground over the last decade. In every major economic category, we've lost ground. So this book comes out, as you said, in 2006. So clearly, this book was out before Obama shows up to win in 2008. So the book was never about Barack Obama then. This 10-year update is not about him now. But it is true that uh, over these last 10 years, most of that on his watch, black America has lost ground in the major economic indicator categories is this an old uh clip of tavis smiley yes
0: yeah, 2016 i was gonna say because you know he got fired he he was eliminated from the airways with all kinds of sketchy allegations because he was not he was not on board
1: well he was whiteballed way longer before that when he him and uh dr cornell west yeah cornell west yeah questioning questioning obama early into his uh administrate uh right. his, uh right. first yeah. first term
0: yeah but then after that then we got me too and they nailed him for that too on something very specious. yeah they
1: were just waiting they were just waiting just, to get yeah him oh I mean, yeah
0: unless specious because
1: he stepped out of line but this goes to show you that not only have black people been skeptical skeptical of um other groups we're skeptical of people that even look like us so now you're trying to make this hodgepodge coalition. We're like, nah, and that's why the term ADOs or financial black or native black really popped off is because people of American lineage, black people of American lineage, is looking for a identity of their own because right. it's like we don't have any allies. How do you go backwards and in, in every category? <laughs> Under the first black president. How does that even happen? Uh, Uh, And if you don't have the answer, Tavis does.
13: What accounts for the fact that less that, that so little progress, or indeed the backsliding, what accounts for that going on under the the, the leadership of the first African-American president? Why, how do we explain that?
12: Yeah, I think there are a few things, and to your question, how do we explain it, I don't know. I think the historians are going to have a very difficult time trying to juxtapose how, in the era of the first black president, the bottom fell out for black America. That's going to be a hard juxtaposition to make. I hope to be around to read what their account is for, for why they think that happened, but uh, my research in this text suggests a few things in no particular order. Number one, there was too much deference to the president by black people. Uh, We got so caught up in the symbolism that we didn't press hard enough on the substance. And so symbolism does matter. I just think substance matters as well. And so there was too much deference in some part to the president on the part of black people. Black leaders were sidelined and silenced too often in favor of an invitation to the White House. And so uh, more could have been done in terms of pressing an agenda. You look at the gay and lesbian community, Uh, look at the environmental movement, uh, of course wall street gets everything they want but look at what other communities gained over the last decade and look how black america wasn't just stagnant but indeed lost ground over the last 10 years in part one because we were too deferential all right, i have to step in here for a second mm-hmm. um this
0: is because all of america and the world uh was hypnotized by the media um mm-hmm. and it, it it has not stopped the hypnosis continues On no matter what side of the political spectrum you're on, uh, you're being hypnotized at this moment and you're being um, mulched through a machine continuously. So it's not really like anyone's at fault. And this is why I'm always against the media pretty much. It's like, yeah, whatever you're saying is good. I'm not going to trust it. And whatever you say is bad. I'm not going to trust it. And we've seen that go two different ways with two different presidents. Uh, So that's number one uh second of all i'm asking you mo how is this measured how do you measure when i mean it's it's easy to say uh black america lost ground under obama what what are the criteria that are measured that uh, that determines that that you're aware of
1: well average average income uh that's when the racial gap uh racial wealth gap really started to pick up uh as a talking point, not, not in a negative way of a talking point, but just a conversational, like, Hey, like everybody else is, cause we came out of just back up a little bit. We came out of 2008 and every two, yeah, 2008, everybody kind of like bottomed out. Right. Everybody was at an all time low, you know, and then we started seeing people come out of that great recession and black People's uh, financial situation stays
0: stagnant Right, so what we're talking about is uh, wage, in- uh, income level uh, I mm-hmm. presume unemployment Yes,
1: uh, and then just what Obama backed He was
0: very friendly to the LGBT community He was um... No, no I, I understand that But I just want to look at the measurements Because what, and and just the way I see it Trump Mm -hmm. is running on... And I don't know if it's true. I mean, I I don't believe any of these numbers. I don't believe anything, actually. Um, Right. Yeah, he's running on record unemployment, uh, uh, low unemployment for black Americans. And he does segregate them out. You know, it's like Latinos. He doesn't say uh, minorities, uh, people of color, etc. He says black Americans, Latino Americans, uh, Asian Americans, which is also lumping a lot of people in. um, Wages... I believe have increased probably a little bit but mm-hmm. I I do know that um certainly in Texas uh the lower income there's a lot more lower income jobs I think it's kind of like scud running you know you're 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 just below the you're just just able to keep your head above water with with one gig right. um so how is that recognized or does and does anyone give a shit it's like okay Obama didn't do this here's a guy saying he did it i presume since there's no pushback that it must some version of it must be true
1: Well, How? let's revisit what the expectation
0: was oh because the a lot Nazi of it kkk is <laughs> anecdotal as well yeah uh, oh you mean the obama expectation or the trump expectation
1: yeah the, no the uh, obama okay. no, both yeah okay cuz you you have to compare them uh the obama i'm going to explain this for the new listeners the expectation was Will be patient with you for the first four years, and then once you're reelected, that's when you'll go crazy with your pen and your telephone,
0: making things happen and better for Black people. Was the pen and the telephone taken as a signal by by Black Americans? Say that's it. Now we now now Barack's going to do it.
1: Not really. I mean, not literally. No, but it was I got my pen and telephone so you do have it though right. <laughs> you know, so now there's no <laughs> right. you said it you right. said you have your pen and your telephone
6: <laughs> okay
0: get it,
1: it, it to work in, and then you pick the hills that he picked the die on right.
0: uh, and 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 what, and what um, I'm sorry to just stay on this but it's interesting to me mm-hmm. what was it what what does that mean like we want just give me give me a higher wage or do something that creates more jobs or what what was the expectation that he would do with his pen well one, but I'm talking I mean, about the, the mind controlled one what did people really what were they told to believe and what did they buy into uh well,
1: even just bringing up the conversation of reparations mm-hmm. he could have started that right never mentioned it. Uh, being stronger on illegal immigration, which he I mean he did deport more people than any other president, but he what i mean he spoke out of both sides of his mouth
6: mm-hmm. uh
1: that was one thing right and like I said, the last two years when he really chose the transgender bathrooms, yeah, it's like, dude, I mean, like whatever you do and whatever you're into, that's your business. But I'm just saying as a politician, which, and I'm, this has a point, what I'm explaining is how we got to the point where we're at right now. When you chose that initiative over, say, a reparations, which I think reparations is more tolerable then transgender bathrooms, yeah that 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 was the icing on the cake, and it was like wow, like we really have no allies, and people started becoming realized they were duped, yeah.
0: So and Michelle was supposed to be the backstop.
1: She was one supposed to be in the in the White House, like hey bro, I know you're not. One of us, but you know, <laughs> you gotta, do, you gotta do it for the kids. I mean, because his kids literally are. Kid, half, yeah,
0: AOC. of course they are. Yes, exactly. So, um,
1: that's that's how we got to that. point. All right, all right. So, good. all right. So I'm gonna let Tavis um uh, finish wrapping up.
12: Number two, clearly there was indifference. Uh, there's no doubt about the fact that the president received the kind of headwind that no president has ever received. There was clearly obstructionism, so that, that's a factor as well. But the third factor, I think, uh, I would put as a question, I think, again, historians would debate this for years to come. Did Barack Obama not get enough done on black issues because he was obstructed? Or did he not try hard enough? Did he not do enough? And I think the answer is clearly both. We'll see whether historians come down on that. But this book, again, is not about him per se. It's about where black America is 10 years after that text. And again, it's just not a happy report. There are pockets of progress, but across the board, we've regressed. No, but however, in the podcast
0: industry, there's progress. Yes, we're, we're po-
1: podcasting at an all-time high. <laughs> He gave us plenty to talk about.
0: Yes, for sure. So
1: fast forward. Now we're living in uh Trump's America. It's 2020. Uh your specifically your foundational blacks or ADOS or native blacks are what's the word I want to use? Disengaged. hmm Uh as far as voting is is concerned. So, you have all these media outlets and pro-Democrat um, uh, entities trying to stimulate the black vote.
0: No, no, no. And Activate. A- no, 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 no. Blacktivate. Oh. <laughs> Damn, <he's> overruled, overruled. <laughs> and
1: that's actually a gif, or a gif, or how you want to pronounce it,
0: but yeah. yeah. Blacktivate.
1: So... For, for now it will be black debate. Um so um we have the Vice Brown and Black Summit that happened uh on MLK day. Yes,
0: I saw some of this. Some of it was very funny to me. Yeah, four personally. hours,
1: eight candidates.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't watch it all, but I did see a number of clips. I thought some of it was pretty, pretty funny. Mayor Pete did did it for me
1: so what i will say i did like the format better than the family
0: few line them all up kind of Jeopardy oh thing th- to totally have. this makes so much more sense and i think that vice you know vice is basically uh, vice media and i know tom fress i know you know he really commercialized it it's a, mm-hmm. an advertising agency and they create content around it and uh I think they did a very good job on this, and I think they served a, a very important uh, community. The questions were kind of MTV-ish briefs or boxers to some extent. Um, but oh, was- we, We're going to cover that. We're going to cover okay. that. All right, okay. all, all right. I, I shall uh, get in the backseat again. What I will say
1: is this. <laughs> um, just if I had to suggest something to Vice, do a bracket. They should have had uh, some kind of scoring system. Where, yes. Like, yeah. Two candidates face off and then they move to the next round and to the next round. Gamify
0: like... it a bit. Yeah, I agree. That's uh, right. That would yeah. have
1: been that because for four hours, by yeah. time. Yeah. The third hour came when I was on 1.25 speed and I was like, God, am I going to make it? Uh, <laughs> but it was it. It was definitely biased. And an example of that is uh, the intro for Mr.
2: Andrew Yang. Our next guest is self-described entrepreneur Andrew Yang, who represents a community that's often ignored in national politics. Asian Americans, the fastest growing racial group in the country. But how does Andrew Yang want to be seen? He's got a pretty big group of supporters, and that includes conservatives. He sat down with Tucker Carlson on Fox News. He posed with supporters wearing MAGA hats. And conservative pundit Ben Shapiro has called him, quote, my boy. Yang has taken pride in his ability to win over disaffected Trump supporters. And some Democrats have even suggested that strategy may be the best road to the White House. Let's give it up for Andrew Yang.
0: Wow. Wow, man. He was wearing a. Uh, uh, with, with MAGA hat people. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Talking to
1: Tucker Car- Carlson. Oh, no. And- <laughs>
0: Yeah,
1: it, what was he thinking and then trying to get republican
0: votes oh this crazy that's not that's what very kind how, of strategy that how undemocratic of you <laughs> andrew yang what
1: kind of strategy is to get other the other party to vote for you that's madness
0: you know but, it, um, andrew yang i could i don't like his actual idea of the of the the freedom uh check whatever your thousand dollars a month because he wants to pay for it with uh, value added tax. Otherwise he seems like a pretty decent guy, you know, he's he's certainly smart, but his actual policies are just dumb. And he's like, "No, pass. I lived in Europe. No thanks." He's smart and he's funny. Yeah, and by the way, um, saying an I, Asian person is smart of course can be deemed racist. You know that, right?
1: Yeah, and math is racist too, so we got to be very careful here. We're trending uh
0: <laughs> trending very very yeah, very here. yeah, exactly.
1: Uh, but yeah, from just the, just personality, he's he's a cool dude. Um, I'm not in the Yang gang. You know what I mean? Like I told you, I'm not voting. But if he was smart enough, he could spend that thousand dollars as a tangible.
6: Yeah,
0: interesting idea. Yeah, and, yeah, and say,
1: yeah. And say we'll give certain groups a bump. Twenty five
0: hundred, you know, to counterbalance. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I like your bump. That's a bump. That's like 150%. No, 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 no. We got is this
1: negotiable? It has to be something that's specific for uh hey, I'm just hey, yeah. Hey,
0: if you're listening. Yeah, that's a great idea. He said, and for reparation, and you can actually make the whole class society right there. Hey, you know, hey, we got some brown people we'll give you a little extra too he's a little bump for you not as much as our, not as much calls.
1: as our oh, yeah 25 percent. you know here you go uh but if you're listening just saying uh but we've seen that they've already labeled yang is um friendly to the republicans yeah but it doesn't stop there uh andrew yang and
13: ws So you're unique among the entire field in that you have had a bunch of white supremacists who have decided somehow that you're their guy. (laughs) Now, this is it's different dealing with this as a candidate, dealing with it as a president. So how does a president, Andrew Yang, deal with the issue of white supremacy in America?
0: Do they have any backup for that? Or like, you know, here's a picture of you with the the KKK or... Or any? He, just, they
1: he, just told you in the intro he took pictures with people with MAGA hats.
0: Were you not listening? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yes. Of course. I'm so stupid. Of course, those are the white supremacists. I got you. I'm down. I got you.
1: It's, just, it's the association here. It's like, you know, they set it up in the intro. And what I did here, I didn't really clip any answers because that's not what I wanted to do here. No, I, I wanted <laughs> I'm to- aware of what you're doing. I like it. I want to focus on the questions, not the answers. <laughs> right. Uh, so, yeah, you took pictures, you, you, Tucker. You going to talk to Tucker? He definitely a uh, um, he's a uh, Nazi. white He's a Nazi.
0: We all know it. Yeah. What's...
1: So, I mean, what are you what are you talking about here? I mean, like it's clear. It's a clear, uh, uh, line of you know connection between the white supremacists and Yang. Uh, but it doesn't stop there. The double down. <laughs>
13: I mean, I, I just OK, because I, I, I want to back up because I, I, I want to point out that I started off with a question about white supremacy and dealing with that, which you, this is something you've said is a problem in America. But oh, we really? ended up with talking about handing people money. I mean, does handing people money fix racism?
0: Wow. Yes. Yeah, that not that, that the whole idea of reparations? Who was this phony asking the questions? This, this young,
1: I young, young know. man needs to I, be schooled. <laughs> Isn't that the whole point of saying if you uh, uh, close the w- racial wealth gap, then it'll put uh, people on equal fair ground, uh, fair playing ground. Yes. Yes. Money will solve the problem. Money solves ninety point nine ninety nine point nine 99.9% of the problems. Yes. Right. I'm being facetious, but that's a dumb question. It's like, what?
0: Will the Yang uh, at least answer it somewhat intelligently, or did he just kind of waffle around?
1: Well, I think he was smart enough to see he walked into a trap. Trap, yeah. I mean, because like, as the guy said just in the clip we just listened to, Yeah. He, out the gate. Out of the gate, it was, yeah. oh, yeah, so you, uh, I you heard know, the white supremacists like a yang.
0: So. And, and people wonder, people wonder why politicians enjoy going on the Joe Rogan show and why people enjoy watching politicians on the Joe Rogan show because you, all of that bullshit is stripped away, all of it. And this is vice, yeah. and, and they, uh, bleh, bleh. okay, it's, it's changing. By the time our kids, your kids certainly, By the time they're Mm -hmm. grown up, it'll be better. Podcasters will be in control.
1: Yes. Uh, So there was a question from the crowd. um, And this was like one of the best questions of the night because it actually was based in some kind of fact and not a feeling. Uh, Latino top priorities.
14: Welcome. Good afternoon, Mr. Yang. Welcome to see you again. Thanks, thanks. It's hey, good man. to see you again. Uh, <laughs> Latinos polled in the 2016 presidential election stated that their top voting priorities were education and the economy. Currently, nearly two-thirds of Latino students end up in underserved community colleges and second-tier public universities, and only a small percentage attend one of the most elite colleges, according to the Georgetown Center on Education and the Workforce. Today, our is strong for the most affluent in our society but latinos make up nearly 30 percent of the total population living in poverty what is your plan to deliver sufficient resources for our struggling community colleges and universities and secondly how do we address the racial disparities in our economy for brown and black communities thank you
0: yeah that's my favorite brown and black communities It's kind of like he had to close it out. He had to. (laughs) It's my favorite. He had to book in it with that. Yeah, no, that's my favorite. It's like, where where are the black and brown communities? Well, there are those TPs over there and some tiny homes over there. That's black and brown. It's clearly labeled. Yeah.
1: So they had. And this was a that was a great question, by the way. Um, And it came from one of the people in the crowd. Mm. So, I mean, that just lets you know, it's like, but. The top priorities wasn't kids in cages. The top priority wasn't uh immigration. You see what you see what everybody else and the all other groups are financially minded. Yeah. It's like schools, money. Yep, uh, you yep, know, yep, yeah, with yeah. Better yeah. education, you make more money. Yeah. Not kids in cages, not you know, the what the talking <laughs> points are supposed to be. Yeah. So it's like, whoa, 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 top priorities. That's not what I've been told uh Latino top priorities are.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> what? that's not in the polling
1: numbers. Yes. So they asked um, and I got a little ahead of myself, but they asked Yang about uh, black people and then their health and things of that nature. And he said that the reason why black people are so stressed is because they don't have finance. The finances lead to stress, which is true. Mm -hmm. And if you uh, provide them with finances, then that will take away some of the stress, which is common sense. But there you have it. But I didn't want to use that clip because I'm trying to stay fair into only using the questions that the candidates are asked. Right. And not use this as a um as a, you know, just trying to sway people one way or the other to a candidate.
0: Uh, no, you're you're showing the top choices here uh, on the show well some I'm of the sure some, of the, the most some inter- of the top choice interesting choices the most interesting
6: people because
1: the rest <laughs> of them were like snooze
0: we're, st- we're like- still making an entertainment show here yes very, <laughs> right, well right. done well done mo absolutely <laughs> right. you, you got it my man you got it <laughs>
1: all right so um they had a the thing called speed round right and this is where in one minute they ask the uh candidate as many questions as possible and see what they can answer uh, so we're gonna to listen to Andrew, Andrew
9: Yang's speed round. All right. Um, if you could be invisible, what would be the first thing you do? Um, eavesdrop on the other candidates.
13: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what a spook! Fill in the blank. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Humpty. Um, um, pronounced um.
9: with an umpty. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what was your worst job? busboy at a chinese restaurant i didn't qualify to be a waiter because my chinese okay. was too lousy <laughs> sorry that y'all don't okay jordan a Le- jordan or lebron jordan but lebron could pass him mm, when's the last time you smoked weed
13: past life <laughs> <laughs> what's the last tv show you binge watched uh i watched this is us with my wife
9: what's your biggest fear that we don't eradicate poverty in,
13: in the time we have. What's a topic that you're embarrassed that you don't know more about? <laughs> That's a great question. Um geez, soccer. And, J- and
7: Jay z lyrics. <laughs> I guess so. I mean I so <laughs> really now.
9: So how did Mr. Yang do, folks? Uh, <laughs> did he say
0: i'm gonna be president <laughs> yeah he's he's a clown like, like well obviously you know, a china man can't know about jay-z lyrics so i don't know what that was all right. about that was kind of lame
1: and, and if you notice their um basketball yeah
0: it's like jay oh, come on <laughs>
1: we're seeing a trend here Of you know that's that's what oh, they really Is, care isn't, about, that the moment, know, isn't that the moment isn't that the
0: we moment we're supposed to say I got hot sauce in my bag. Isn't that, isn't that what you're supposed is that, to is do?
1: That, should, that His biggest fear, running out of hot sauce. That's, <laughs> that should have been his biggest fear. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, if you want to pander right, I mean, pandering one-on-one. But he didn't pander there. No, he uh, didn't. No, he didn't. And he said, humpty, I'm like, what? And like, hump? I know he knew it was like a rap lyric, but he could only fill in the one rapper he knew. It's like, yeah, I got the hump
0: <laughs> he might have been ready for that one. I have a feeling, that was very, very quick.
1: Yeah, that was quick. But he, he, he just got it, Like, didn't deliver on the uh, answer there. Well, so that of course. So that was Andrew Yang. Um, and we're gonna see a trend here with the speed round. Um, we're gonna see. I'm just gonna point it out to people. The less favorable candidates get tougher questions in the speed round. Huh. And the people that they kind of like get easier, easy questions, I and mean, just, just, just pay attention to that. Uh, just a little, just want to foreshadow that a little bit. But next up is Liz Warren, um, and she was very boring. I only really got one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. Her, I want. I, just... I want to know her pitch. <laughs> yeah. So the one question that I did find uh, interesting, they asked her was about HBCUs. And another thing that you
8: propose to do with that money is give $50 billion to historically black yes. colleges and universities.
9: Yes. Yes. I like the fact that you're excited about that. I went to an HBCU, Prairie View A&M University. Thank you very yes. much. Yes. <laughs> um, and so it sounds great, but it also sounds like it's too good to be true, you know? And so this, the, the question is, is when it gets hot... Uh for you and you need to compromise on some things how do we know for sure that that will end up on the cutting room floor and i'll just kind of put the point a little even further which is like
8: the pander radar goes off a little bit this is a well-crafted plan that's going to play well in the primaries. But once we get to the nomination, once we get to you in office, this is the first thing that hits a criminal record. So here's, here's, my, here's my question. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk. I'm trying, to get, I'm, I'm trying to get real. Is a plan, is a plan a promise?
0: So,
12: oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Man, <laughs> it's like, hey, welcome, Elizabeth Warren. You suck. OK, so let me ask you a question about why do you suck? I mean, that's that was pretty interesting. And what I found interesting was
1: that the black guy was asking a question about HBCUs. Right. And then the brown guy chimed in like, hold on, let me clarify this uh, yeah. question for you. Yeah. Just in case, it's, you know, just in case you can't follow along. Let me.
0: Oh, interesting. Do uh, You took it that
1: way. I, that's exactly how I took it. I mean, yeah. we can go back and listen to it. Like maybe the last thirty seconds of it. Uh, that's when he kind of
0: let's do that jumps
1: in and takes it from.
0: Let's do that. Hold on a second. Last mm-hmm. thirty seconds, about here.
1: Just kind of put the point a little even further,
0: which yeah, is yeah. like that
8: won't end up on the cutting room floor. And, and I'll just kind of put the point a little even further, which is like the Panda ra- radar goes off a little bit. This is a well. Is this a white guy? Brown. I'll craft a plan that's gonna play well in the primaries. But once we get to the nomination, once we get to you in office, this is the first thing that hits a criminal for. So here's here's my here's my question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's talk.
0: Is that what she's doing? Is a
8: plan is a plan
0: a promise? Yeah. Yes, I mean it. I I didn't. I don't know the dynamics of those two. I don't know. I don't know. It could. could That was just
1: my bias. Yeah, like I said, it might be my bias. But that was. It was a question about HBCUs. You might want to let the black guy ask it, especially about pandering.
0: Uh. Yeah. Again. Yes, I agree, but I really don't know the dynamic. You may be a little sensitive there. Maybe I am. I mean, I'll, I'll admit to that. Uh. So I'm 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 represented by Elizabeth Warren. So you know, it's like who gets the raw deal here? Are are you? (laughs) No, I didn't
1: know you were Native
0: American.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. All right, so uh, Liz Warren, we're gonna get to her speed round. Oh goody! So we're gonna test you to see how many questions you can answer in sixty seconds. Okay. Are you up for the challenge?
4: I am totally up for this challenge.
9: Do you all think she's up for this challenge? <laughs> <laughs> all right. How many different milks can you name? Milks? Yeah, oat milk. All
4: right, so. well, uh, uh, cow's milk, uh, almond milk, uh, soy milk, coconut milk, uh, chocolate milk. <laughs> oh, oh, vanilla milk and strawberry milk.
0: Oh,
8: all right, she's doing good. it. She's doing it. Next question. All right, what? Okay.
0: I'm sorry. The correct answer was powdered milk.
8: What's that? Counts
4: as seven. Okay.
8: (laughs) What's the biggest trouble you ever got into in school?
4: Oh, in school. Most of my trouble was out of school. Um, (laughs) Biggest trouble I ever got into in school was talking back to a teacher.
9: What is Black Twitter?
4: Good.
8: What's your favorite? What's your favorite Indian food?
4: Uh, oh, uh, this—it's uh, like big tapioca. Do you know the stuff I'm talking about? And you serve it with dal, and it's so good. <laughs> I
8: think he made that. And, how does he like do it? Do? So, how, how did he do? What's it called?
9: I'm not sure if I know. <laughs> how.
1: Senator thank Elizabeth Warren, thank you very much. Good to meet
9: you. Good luck
6: out
0: there. Man.
1: So black Twitter is good. Now I thought that was a good time. Uh, it was, it was time tight, tight, that, tight, that, yeah, tight. That was, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when she was asked, "What's your favorite?" And what the just for a little clarity, the guy that was interviewing, co-interviewing with uh, the black guy was Indian. But uh. when she, when he asked, what your favorite
0: Indian food?" was I was sure she was gonna say maize. Yeah, was the, actually. I was thinking the same thing. It's so, this <laughs> happened to me the other day, uh, or maybe I saw a clip of it. It was a Family Feud, and the question is, what kind of food do you eat? With, it, it, does Popeyes eat or something like that? And my and my for, my mind went to chicken, and the woman answered chicken. But of course, it's spinach. It's like you you, you spin- get into you know, these weird brain conditions.
1: So. I, I thought that was a little trick question at the end. Like, oh hell
0: yeah!
1: And, oh yeah! Indian food, like yeah, like yeah. You're supposed to come with a. But that's my point.
0: That's my point. She should have said maize or you know what else is a native, yeah, venison, buffalo. I don't. I, you I, know, I, I feel I, I feel stupid I, I don't now. Think
1: that's one of the traditional Thanksgiving foods, but um, uh, and what's funny is she's contributed to um. Indian cookbooks.
0: Oh yeah, I looked. Oh, at yeah. That, well, so she, but she stole those recipes too.
1: She dropped the ball on that one.
0: <laughs> just Yeah. Exactly.
1: All right. So next up
0: is Mayor Pete. Yay, everybody! Wall Street Pete, the Spook.
1: And listen to this compound question they asked him. Ask him, and this is really an example of the problem with having these coalitions.
2: You released a mental health care plan with a focus on addiction and deaths of despair. So I want to ask you about two key groups at risk. A recent study found that from 2001 to 2017, the rate of death by suicide for black boys ages 13 to 19 increased by 60%. The rate for black girls, 182%. A separate study found that over half of trans male participants had attempted suicide at some point in their lives, just under 30% of trans women. What do you think is behind those numbers and what exactly will your plan do for black children and trans people specifically?
0: Wow. I mean, that's just an (laughs) exercise in how dumb are you with prioritizing things? Black girls, 150 percent. Black boys, Uh 30 percent, 60 percent. And then Uh I, I guess trans can it can neither be boy nor girl. But that was 30%. And so, specifically, let's talk about trans. Where- you see what
1: they're You see this bait and switch, or this, and the guy did it at the end, like black and brown, throw it at the end. Yeah. Now it's I'm asking about black child suicide, but let me throw that's not interesting enough. Nobody cares about black dead children uh, due to suicide. We got to spice it up with trans.
0: <laughs> what yeah yeah that's right that well that that is vice media should be ashamed of themselves for that ashamed
1: and she even said two groups
0: she's <laughs> not gonna ask you about two
1: groups two, two groups are so you not black
0: <laughs> gosh well okay she's just reading yeah, wish it, it. which
1: that which that's I didn't know those numbers and that's scary. Mm-hmm. That is that's scary well, I, in I, itself. Well, I think you'll uh, find
0: the sadly the numbers are uh very similar for white kids. Uh white girls, I don't know if it's 150% but it's it's off the charts. Same for white white boys. Uh in a lot of the girls a lot of it is social media, Instagram, the boys I would say hopelessness. I don't know a lot of problems I, I totally
1: agree with you uh, I would, if I had to bet on what the root cause was it would definitely be social media
0: yeah uh, a lot of but
1: it But I'm just going to show you how in a question you start off with it's because like, a black person ears perk up like wow like black children are committing suicides at those rates yeah. and it's like well let me slide something in under
0: that yeah but so, something it, much more important
1: yeah something more yeah now, nobody cares about dead black children. Uh, but Mayor Pete, um, and I'm going to say this, they don't like Mayor
0: Pete. <laughs> that seems to be the message uh, that is that the media is portraying. That Pete, no one has a chance to like Pete. The media is telling everybody, no black people like Pete. Yep. Uh, and
1: you'll hear it. Uh, it was so bad. It made me cringe with this
2: next question. Actually, you brought up maternal mortality, um, which I wanna follow up on. A member of our audience actually just asked a question about that. What can a president do about the fact that when you actually drill down in the data, a lot of what appears to be happening is purely individual racist incidents. Mm -hmm. A A white doctor looking at a black woman on a table and saying, I'm just not gonna work as hard for you today. And coming into the room with some stereotypes. How do you legislate against that? How do you fight that from the office of the president?
0: Wait, wait, wait. Was this, uh, an ex- was this an example of something that happened in real life? I don't know. I haven't heard of it. She just she just made this up as an example. Just, here, grab this one.
1: How do you answer that question? First of all, like... You can't.
0: Well, I'm a, going a to turn on...
1: walks in and is like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I'm
0: going to turn on the, the the mind control beam and uh, fix everybody's head. <clears throat> wow.
1: These are the type of questions that ask Pete... I mean, I'm no Pete fan, but I'm like, wow, like, it's... What and the question itself was a white doctor walks in and he just I I don't care, you might want to find another doctor. Now, I'm you, just saying,
0: you know, vice is is a part of the machine. I mean this this is not fair by any standard, Mm-mm. and and they have their mindset. I mean that's probably why I guess what we're missing is Joe Biden uh, mm-hmm. and Bernie Sanders. You know that's why they're so boring. Because they probably had no substantial questions to ask him, and and nothing, you know, nothing to hit him with. Like, oh, we got to let these two go. Joe Biden got the soft
1: of, softest of softballs, so it wasn't me. I couldn't even clip his
0: speed round. It was so no, bad. No, it was like because it's elder abuse. You know, Joe is just some people are don't just start losing a little bit at that age. Mm-hmm. And I'm not losing it, but he's. Uh, you know, he's confusing stuff. And so they know, go easy on him because you confuse him. That's so sad.
1: And one of the questions that I asked Joe, just to give you in the speed round was, wow. what food do you like that other people don't like? That's another. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's like Elizabeth Warren question, how many milks can you name? Yeah. <laughs> how how many milks? I mean, like, that took up like 30 seconds of her speed round. I mean, they didn't want them to get in any, any trouble. But
0: Well, the correct answer The correct answer, of course Is uh, collard greens Rice and beans I mean, that that is the correct answer Mayor Pete should answer If that question comes up
1: Yes, but they asked him another question (laughs) Uh, Mayor Pete,
6: speed round
9: I saw this (laughs) If Antonia and I invited you to a potluck or barbecue What are you bringing? Oh, is it a breakfast potluck? See,
6: no. You
2: already no, it like
8: It's going to be chips and salsa. I just, I, okay. Mm.
2: Flying or teleportation?
9: Uh, flying, because you never know it's going to be the same you that gets. you messing up the short answer already. Flying, flying, flying. How do you prefer your grit? Sugar, salt, or cheese? Cheese.
2: What are some of the blackest cities in America?
9: Like by
8: population?
2: Yeah, just list off a couple.
8: Yeah, uh, New Orleans, Washington, D.C. That's why Washington, D.C. ought
9: to be a state, by the way, with a senator. But oh I know short
2: answers. Short answer. He is not good at short answers. <laughs> go ahead.
9: What song do you know all the words to? Star-Spangled Banner?
2: <laughs> uh, where did MLK go to college? Uh, Morehouse. Yes.
9: Popeyes or Chick-fil-A?
12: Popeyes. <laughs>
2: what will be the largest minority voting block this election?
12: Uh, people with disabilities. Are audiobooks reading?
4: <laughs>
12: yeah, yeah, they are. If you, if you bought my audiobook, then,
0: uh, How do then you I think the mayor did, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow, I may, might as well just say, are you a racist or not? <laughs> uh, Popeyes or Chick fil A? Racism not racist. Which which that was a (laughs) trap. No kidding. He lost no matter what he chose. Pandering if you say if you say Popeyes, white supremacist Hitler if you say Chick-fil-A. No, no, no. What? Deeper than that. Oh gosh. You're anti LGBT if you say Chick-fil-A. Of course, of course, of course. I'm sorry. I need to remember. I needed I need a flow chart. (laughs)
1: So they they tried to walk him right, and that's why he yeah. had to stop. Like, uh, uh, which I'm uh, sure uh, Fair yeah. Pete <laughs> has never been inside of Popeyes. If I had a thousand dollars right now, now,
0: Man, you're right. I'm sure he's I, never been.
1: I was about to say Chick Fil A, and say if he'd have said Chick Fil A, campaign over.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Being the gay candidate and saying Oh my god, I forgot he's gay too. I forgot that part. He went against his own people. He almost did. Yeah, <laughs> he, he almost He yeah. was, um, he, he, was, he was on the fence for a second there. Wow. I think he was pretty slow on the calculations. I think that alone disqualifies him from being president. took him too long to do that calculation. I mean, especially in today's social justice world, you got to do that fast, man. You got to be on the fly. You got to know who you're pandering to at any moment.
1: But once again, let's go back to the question. Grits, fried chicken,
0: <laughs> basketball. Right. <laughs> I, oh, and I like the, uh, the potluck or barbecue. Yeah, oh, barbecue. Yeah. yeah, The the correct answer was, you invite me to the barbecue? That is the correct answer to that question. Right. I'll be
1: glad to bring anything if you invite me to the cookout. It's, exactly. You the right answer. Pete, contact us. Uh we we have these answers to your questions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right. We can hook you up for the next time. Don't rely on yeah. IBM Watson. It's mowing out. Uh-huh. It's mowing out.
1: Yes. So to wrap it up, they had Bernie Sanders. And really, all of Bernie Sanders really was focused on immigration. So let's get into the first uh, immigration clip.
15: Let's move on to immigration. Good. You have a truly comprehensive, large, very detailed immigration plan, more so, I think, than any other candidate in this race. I think that needs to be recognized. Uh, but you haven't had to talk about it very much Old in public so far. Oh, have talked about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to talk about it some more. Good. So um, let's start with the wall. The idea for Trump's border wall didn't come out of nowhere. It's the logical result of many decades of both Republicans and Democrats spending billions and billions of dollars on border security. That includes close to 700 miles of fencing. You've been very clear that you oppose any additional funding for a border wall. But would you go further? Will you tear down the wall?
0: Yeah, I saw this. I saw this question.
1: That seems like a a no when question as well, because it's like, yeah. That's like saying, because it, we total... have open borders. Well, no. That, if that's you... how I interpret that question.
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Because, you know, if you were to say, well, I mean, I, I know I know how he answered that. And he was like, well, if it does, doesn't cost a billion dollars to tear it down, I could put the money somewhere else. <laughs> that's my Bernie. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Liz. a great Bernie. That's right. got a great Bernie. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: that was a trick question this this thing was set up so the only person that they went easy
0: the only only person they went easy on was Joe Biden so he's the guy he's the man
1: and well Elizabeth Warren as well
0: Well, but they still gave her some some heavy questions Uh,
1: maybe I mean Joe Biden is their guy but I mean if they had to have a second because they couldn't go hard on Elizabeth Warren because she's a woman
0: Ah, uh, yes. Be clear yeah, 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 yeah. You can't,
1: you can't do that. I mean, you don't and, want
0: to be the... And she's a woman of color, let's be honest.
1: Yes, yeah, she is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they continue asking Bernie about immigration. I'm actually, I'm
15: happy you bring that up, Senator. Sorry to interrupt you, but that's precisely what I wanted to ask, ask you about next. Yep. You, you've promised a moratorium on deportations the moment you take office. Yeah. I want to make sure I understand what that means. That means once you are president, no one, well, I know it's while you conduct an audit of the immigration system. That's correct. And, and, you know, and
7: I'm not going to tell you here if somebody has been
15: convicted of a terrible, terrible crime, you know, that may be the exception to the rule. So you are, so in my understanding, that's not what a moratorium means. Well, a moratorium
7: is that there will be no deportations. There may be some, a few exceptions. No, you know, you can quibble about it, but a moratorium on deportations for the 99 percent of the people is nothing to be cynical about.
0: Hmm. Now, you did play some of his answer, which you didn't do for the other candidates. So that wasn't entirely fair in the in our bracket system.
1: The reason why I had to do that was was the pushback. The guy already said he's not going to deport anybody.
0: Yeah.
1: Except criminals. Hardened criminals. Thing is, no one and, actually used
0: those words,
1: and that was not enough. It's like, whoa, whoa wait, what what, what? what are you saying about hardened criminals?
0: you got to keep them you're around. Not a murderer. <laughs> it's like,
1: right? I mean, that's about. That's. I couldn't clip it any other way to keep that. I had to keep that exchange no, I, I in there. I understand. I understand. And and then to hear him walk back, like, well, we could look at keeping murderers in. I mean, you yeah, know, I'm flexible.
0: Yeah, so it's like that's nuts.
1: It's nuts. It's it's crazy because it's like, but do,
0: but but the thing that is nuts is that I I think that these candidates, you know, this is hmm, I'm getting inside their head, but I just knowing a little bit about how stuff works, you know, it's a stop for them. It's like, Okay, all right, all right, let's go get some blacks. All right, skirt, skirt, here we go, and mm-hmm. you know, then they just it, I don't even think they prepare that well. I think, especially for Vice, they were like, eh, "Well, this is yeah." It was a cable. You no, know,
1: we can give them some can't, them some can't
0: answers. Is that a streaming uh, app? What is that Vice? Is it streaming? <laughs> no, uh, it's I, on, I it on YouTube. No, I, I, of course, yeah. it gets around. It gets around. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I saw it on YouTube, of course, but you know, it's on HBO and all that stuff. But, yeah, but I think but they see it I, as minor.
1: But I just wanted to point out that. And this is the reason why I also kept that in there, because this is going to set up the final portion of the show. Immigration is always going to be a sticking point between the black and the brown.
0: Yes. Well, and, and I think a lot of the brown uh, is... The legal brown also wants to slow it down.
1: This This is very true. And... I, I I will totally agree with you that a decent portion of Hispanics are anti-immigration but they can't say it.
0: Well, uh I've helped uh a couple people, I've helped a lot of people with the uh, uh-huh. uh with immigration because I've done it a, I've done it yeah, a couple times and uh my uh Mexican friends who, mm-hmm. Whom of which one will become an American citizen next year? She's eligible. uh They're like, "Hey, because I, you know, I, I ask all the time. So, what's going on? What are you hearing around? What are you hearing around?" And they say, "Well, everybody. First of all, everyone's got jobs, and uh, we, you know, everyone, you know, th- we won't really say that we like what Trump's doing with immigration, but we like what what he's doing with immigration. That's what I hear mm-hmm. in in Austin. So that's, um. that's not represent representative of everything, of course."
1: And a large portion of black people feel the same way because white people, Illegal immigration. So do, white people, immigration,
0: <laughs> so do it, white people, Mo.
1: Trust me. So illegal immigration and the benefits of uh, black people run um, counter to each other because I'm just gonna lay out two examples here, and then we'll, we'll we're saying, get into the last set of clips. But um, one. When you bring up this kids in cages and you can't separate parents from their children, where was this empathy and sympathy when you were having the war on drugs? <laughs> yeah, well, this, this is just a sentiment. It's like where where was that? Where was no kids were on in foster care, uh, and families were torn apart due to the war on drugs? But now all of a sudden we have a conscience for.
0: It non-citizens right so So, i just want to answer that for maybe people who are new uh -hmm. this of course is it's all political and kids in cages even the alliteration of it kids in cages is great television it makes for a great uh political point much better than i mean clearly showing drug addicts and homeless people isn't working politically otherwise someone would be doing something about it so you know it's kids in cages uh kids think of the children cages what uh true but the problem is when you
1: look at how families were separated uh during the war on drugs and now how it's just the ultimate sin to separate families that's one thing and then two when you look at like these caravans and oh, if it's bad where you're at, you can just move to somewhere else and they're not held to any standard of the law.
0: <laughs> no, no one is above the law in America except the uh, illegal immigrant.
1: Right, and then you have black people that's probably one of the most oppressed groups by the law, and then you want to merge these two groups together into some kind of political coalition. It just, it's not going to work. its It's not going to work. And you don't have to believe me. Um,
0: So now we got we got Bernie speed round, which I'm sure he can only do one question because he can't answer anything shortly.
9: Let's see him try. (laughs) Okay, 60 seconds. You answer as many questions as possible and you can get a pass, but no one has passed. So I suggest you don't or you will be judged. Um, (laughs) Harshly. Are you ready? I am ready.
7: What is your biggest insecurity? Saying something dumb. <laughs> what was you're your- laughing? <laughs> okay. What was your first job and how much did it pay? Uh, my first job was carrying soda bottles from a warehouse to the uh, to a truck. And it paid... This is a long time ago, obviously. It paid pretty well, and I learned out that it was a team <laughs> operation. And, Ooh, ways in And that, that was my first introduction to unions, and I've liked them ever since. <laughs> Who was the first candidate you voted for? Oh, Lord. Uh, maybe Kennedy. I, I won't sweaty on that one, they man. What's the worst job you've ever had? I, um... I uh, put uh, carpets uh, with all kinds of smelly, disgusting glue, uh, you know, which kills people, I think. But, you know, it mm. was, was not a good job. Yes.
9: And the last question that's out of the 60 seconds, was that torturous for you to try to come up with short answers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How'd he do, folks? <laughs> Thank you, Senator Sanders. Okay. Hey, thanks We're very really much. me, appreciate it. Wow.
0: Da doesn't even compare doesn't even and and you could actually probably ask bernie sanders some complicated questions i I think he's an intellectual i think it would come up with some answers but instead if you were a tree what kind of tree would you be i mean this is crazy so you
1: see the pecking order by the speed round questions, and that's why i included them um so what i want to get into because people might not believe me that even though Black people coexist with Latino people and communities, that's not the issue. What I'm talking about because we can coexist, our cultures somewhat blend uh, in some ways, but when it comes to politics, politics, I'm talking here. They don't mesh well. Uh, as we we're going to hear in this next clip. When one black female tries to equate slavery to illegals.
4: So, I mean, I don't know if you identify as African American. I do, but if you drop me off in Africa, Ooh, I couldn't wow. speak the language. I speak. Th- I wouldn't. Wouldn't speak the language. I wouldn't have any cultural ties to the continent. You like, know, it's but the I'm continent of American. my Jose does not have Africa. cultural ties to it's the not Philippines because he was. Why isn't it? He wasn't raised because, because I was. Born. Ties. My ancestors, I can trace them, were brought over here on slave ships. We helped build this he country. He was brought here not by choice. Don't try to equate. Don't try to equate slavery to illegal. Brought here not by to choice. To my, my right but my ancestors didn't say let me jump on the boat let me die from the neither journey. did mine get but whipped. he didn't either come on kelly come on it's not uh, the same well, argument he has no cultural ties to the country in which he was born don't these children equate still, slavery these children still have cultural ties deliberately to the country lost to come here that
0: now where was this who who was arguing here do you know
1: uh this was cnn i don't have the two pundits names but wow. did you hear that nasty little trick that the pro-immigration woman did to the uh, anti-immigration woman. What'd she say? It's like the first 10 seconds if you just want to hear it. You want to play the whole clip. Just listen to the first 10 seconds.
0: Yeah, hold on one second.
1: Uh, One second, one second. Let me make this clear. These are clearly two black women.
4: So, I mean, I don't know if you identify as African American. I do, but if you drop me off in Africa, Ooh, I couldn't wow. speak the language. I speak, I wouldn't, wouldn't speak the language. I wouldn't have any cultural ties to the continent, like, even though but it's I'm Black of American. My I don't.
6: Have-
0: okay.
1: She asked her where she black. I don't know if you identify as a
0: Black woman. Oh, uh, I see what you're saying. Let me listen
6: again.
4: So, I mean, I don't know if you identify as African American. I do, but if you drop me off in Africa, Ooh, I couldn't wow. speak the language. I speak. Th- I wouldn't. Wouldn't speak the language. I wouldn't have any cultural ties to the continent, right. even though but the I'm continent black of American. my origin. I don't Jose have any does ties not to have Africa. cultural ties. To
0: the whole the whole conversation <laughs> hurts my brain.
1: It does, but you, you. This is this is what happens when you don't take the Democrat uh, party line. Then they start to question your blackness. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I don't know if you uh, clearly the woman's black. Clearly. And she's like, I don't know if you identify as African American or not. And the lady's like, oh, wow. Like, you're really going there, huh? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, she did uh, go and, there.
1: Yeah. She did go there. But that's just one example. And the equation, uh, trying to use the equivalent of slavery to illegals is a losing argument all day. Yeah. Because how uh, black people see it, we had no choice coming here. Uh, if you think America is this terrible place, why are you coming here? I mean, that's just the sentiment. It's like, I don't understand it. Yeah. It's so it's such a haven to white supremacy, but you want to come here. So it, it just doesn't make any sense. But uh, another show favorite, Dr. Claude Anderson, I have a couple clips from him speaking on minorities and immigration.
10: And the the, the reason that's important is because all these other groups coming in, now they classified as as fabricated groups and classes. They are eating your lunch. All the things that should have been going to you, they are getting them. There is no, and the point being at this point now, down here, when you get to benign neglect at the bottom of 1970, there is no, Absolutely no constitutional or legal reason to have Hispanics, Arabs, asians, Eskimos, women, gays, midgets, humpback, legend, one-eyed, crippled, <laughs> deaf, dumb people into affirmative action programs. You make a joke out of black folk. Because what you're doing is giving the pretense that all of a sudden that all things are equal. Yes. That somehow those people are mistreated as, as badly as black folk were. That's a lie. Yes, yes. You add insult to injury to use these very broad terms and put black folk in those broad categories. Do not let anybody put you in any broad categories.
0: Yep. When,
1: how long ago was this? This was probably 2012, I believe. Man, where's
0: everybody now?
1: Oh, he's still out there. Actually, he was on hot ninety-seven uh oh, really not too long
0: ago. They what was actually, Charlemagne?
1: After seven, eight years. Yeah. Mm. So uh he's getting airtime now. Good. But he we've had him on the show as the I mean as clips yeah. pushing black people not to vote as well. Yes, if we don't get anything tangible. Uh but as he said, I mean, Affirm action is for us. Uh but they want to lump us all in these wide groups uh, yes, a, like a, colored people a, com- <laughs> <laughs> a common theme
10: yeah so let's just let dr anderson continue and my people have you not learned yet to get wisdom as the bible says not only get wisdom but get understanding we don't understand the issues you cannot go into a marketplace or into a political arena in a very broad ambiguous term and win you got to go in specifically focused on what you are in your people we are the only people that won't do that. Women will go into the marketplace, they'll talk about women's issues or women's rights. Gays will go into the marketplace and talk about gay rights. Hispanics talk about Hispanic rights. Indians talk about Indians' rights. Uh, veterans talk about veterans' rights. Uh, senior citizens talk about senior citizens' rights. You go to black folks and say, What are you talking about? I'm talking about civil rights. Who in the world is civil? Talk about your own
0: people. <laughs> He's on fire there.
1: Yeah. Who is civil? Uh so that's one example uh another example of just speaking on the lack of and I'm gonna say this again because I know some people may be getting triggered. I'm talking about the political coalition that they're trying to form that's called color people. It's not gonna work, and these are just examples of why it's not gonna work. Uh, we have Mr. Peter now, Uh Mr. Peter Kershenow, he uh he's a lawyer. He's also a member of the United States uh Commission on civil Rights he's a part- time appointee and served uh six six year a uh, six year term uh no third he's serving his third six year uh term mm-hmm. uh, and he's a member of the national labor uh, relations board and he's going to speak on uh activists um let's see illegal immigration hurts black men most
15: one. Peter Kirstenau is a member of the United States Commission on Civil Rights. He was also a candidate for President Trump's Secretary of Labor, and he joins us now. Peter, thanks a lot for coming on. Thanks for having so, me. So this is, this is a position you don't hear very much, but it makes a kind of intuitive sense. Unpack it, if you would. What what do you mean when you say that black men in America are the biggest victims of this?
13: Sure. Well, uh, just to give you a little bit of background, we've conducted at least three hearings over the last six years of the Civil Rights Commission on this discrete issue. And we had a number of experts testify. We reduced a number, uh, a lot of information with respect to the economic impact of illegal and immigration on low-skilled workers generally and all of the witnesses all of the experts that we had who spanned the ideological spectrum they may have disagreed in terms of the degree of the impact but all of them concurred that illegal immigration has a devastating impact on wage levels and employment levels and it's econ 101 Tucker. when you have an oversupply of labor the price of labor is going to be depressed
0: uh, it's very interesting that you uh have the white supremacist tucker carlson as a clip
6: yeah uh
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is isn't it
0: yes Very <laughs> he's, pushing interesting.
1: His, uh, he's pushing his agenda but numbers don't lie that's right uh and you're probably wondering why this guy is not making bigger news with these facts that he's sharing and he's going to explain why
15: I don't even know what the counter-argument to what you s- just said is. It, it seems obvious. Um, it's clearly true. Has anyone told the Congressional Black Caucus?
13: <laughs> yeah, I have. Um, on at least three occasions and probably more. What we did is immediately after reducing some of this this evidence, and it's profound, because we're talking about a, I think it's a 40 point, a um, 40% of the 18 point decline in labor force participation rates among black males is attributable to the oversupply of illegal immigration labor competing with them. So we're talking about at the very low end, hundreds of thousands of blacks losing jobs, probably, if you do the math, up to 1.2 million blacks losing jobs. This has significant, obviously, impacts on the black community. Got in touch with the Congressional Black Caucus, sent them detailed information on this, asked them to do something about it, to respond to us, to um, engage in this effort. My assistant repeatedly would follow up on this what we heard were crickets do the same thing with president barack obama crickets again
0: so it did, he didn't really explain why though Unless explain I, why what? well why why he's getting no attention
1: you, you're trying to part the herd
0: yeah so they just ignored it, it. So they just no, ignore no it yeah. like,
1: no we need we need the coalition
0: right just ignore it that's yep.
1: the whole point of what we're doing here is just identifying. It's not about what's good for anybody. It's not a, like, like you pointed out, it's tons, uh, not tons, but it's a sizable uh, portion of legal Hispanics that don't like illegal immigration. Right. And they're getting it forced down their throat. Uh, white Americans, same thing. Black Americans, when same thing. When will
0: people rise up against this? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm amazed. You look at uh, France, you know, you don't see it much on the news anymore because we don't want to give anybody any ideas, but the yellow vest, there's, I mean, just, uh, last weekend or the weekend before, uh, you know, one of the unions said, you yeah, we're going to turn off the power here. We're sick and tired of this. We, we want someone to listen to us. They turned off the power, 30,000 people without power for a couple hours. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some real insurrection going on, uh... I'm disappointed in America in general. All we do is take the Twitter like a bunch of fools.
1: Well, the problem is when you're afraid you're going to be labeled a racist or, you know, No, Of course, it's it's our entire system. Oh, I understand. Right. So it's like, I don't really want to rock the boat. Yeah. But the problem is with the African-American, black, ADOS, whatever you want to call it, it feels like they're stealing our birthright, and I, this a couple of these are throwback clips, and then I'll let Ted uh, I'll use some more, uh, two more clips that he expounds on his point. We had Ted Hayes on our, our show before, mm-hmm. um, and he was speaking on how illegal immigrants are basically stealing the birthrights of African Americans
11: being joined now by Mr. Ted Hayes. He's a civil rights activist. Thank you for being with us, Mr. Hayes. Uh, so can I, can I ask you about this? Do you agree or disagree with the poll? Do you think, uh, do African Americans think that illegal immigrants take jobs away from them?
16: Absolutely. I don't know where this other person is getting their information from, but I'm on the ground out here in Los Angeles. We call LA Occupied Los Angeles because we have lost all of our rights. Essentially, black people in LA have been demified. Uh, we can't even go in the neighborhoods that were once black for fear of getting shot, beaten up, threatened, what have you. So, no, we, we and it's not just about jobs, about housing, education, health care. It's about our 14th Amendment birthright that they're stealing from us. And I, and I don't blame the people. I do not blame the people. I blame Blame our government for failing to protect us according to the Constitution of the United States.
0: Yeah, straight up, man. And you can watch all those uh county meeting videos, council meetings uh mm-hmm. in uh in Los Angeles. Phew, people are mad. And you also can watch the news and the uh
1: gang wars. Yep between uh t- between the, uh black street gangs and the Mexican street gangs. It's it's getting it's really bad in, in California. Uh, yeah. Where they were actually, and I, I didn't, I didn't want to. Talk, I want to keep it political, but just an example, like they were firebombing people's houses. Um, mm. uh, so I mean, I mean, it's getting real bad out there. But I'll let uh, Ted continue on about how they're stealing our birthright.
11: Well, do you agree with with President Trump then that illegal immigration hurts uh, black citizens more than it does other Americans?
16: Oh, there's no question about it. And not just in the physical realm of jobs and housing, health care, but it's in the whole realm of our identity. For example, you've heard of anchorism. That is anchor babies, but women that come to the country illegally and they have a baby and that yeah. child becomes a citizen. That is totally wrong. That belongs whoa, whoa, to the hold on. slaves.
11: Hold on. You're saying that's, you're talking about anchor babies. Um, I mean, I want to touch on that. So you are against the, the so-called anchor babies, the, the babies that were born in the United States, uh, given our Constitution, a constitutional right, that those children are American citizens. So you disagree with that law?
16: That is, not the, that is not true. They've twisted that. It's a custom. If you please take the time and you go to my website and you can study it, us. They have twisted the 14th Amendment to mean them, it's not. Read the Civil Rights Act of 1866 where it identifies slaves. That was who it's for.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we need to. We need an amendment to clarify that. I think I'm with Mm -hmm. Ted Hayes on this. I
1: am too, because what you're doing is you're bringing indirect competition, and then it undercuts the the salaries. I mean, everybody wants to talk about why the salaries are so low,
0: and you know, yep. um, You know, illegal. Go ahead. I was going to say one of the regulations that I was reading about, uh, maybe just a week ago. Visas are uh, not being given to anyone. Of course, that's always the case in the United States. But mm-hmm. um, if there's a suspicion at a foreign embassy, someone requesting a visa, that they may be uh, coming to the United States to have a child and they look like they're pretty pregnant, no visa. That's uh, and, and that's not really discussed right now amidst uh, impeachment and Kobe and uh, mm-hmm. Wuhan flu and all this uh otherwise believe me it would be top of the news <laughs> it would be anything uh anti-trump but the, that is happening and that's, and a, actually that's a probably Trump saving regulation. it
1: probably for that's more of like a general election kind of
0: yeah well there's just too much going on but it'll it'll pop up that's again a, it'll that, pop up. I mean, yeah
1: it'll, it'll make its way up but this is what the democrats don't get this is only going to contribute when you start uh unearthing facts like that You asked me a question a while back. You said about Trump and he's saying about the unemployment numbers Mm -hmm,
6: and
1: the uh, the black community. Trump understands the negative vote. People don't get that, but he understands the negative vote. He can't say, oh, stay at home because that's voter suppression. Right. Right. But he's like, I'm going to give you a reason not to come out on Tuesday.
0: Right. And that reason is just don't don't support anyone else and I'll take care of it. Is that the idea?
1: That's the thing. And it's like, these Smart. people haven't had your back for so long. Are you going to continue to give me your vote? And I will safely say, I will be surprised if that number falls somewhere around 50%. Wow.
0: That's, that, that would shatter the Democrat Party. And I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm
1: serious because I'm talking to people and I'm like, what do you think about it? And they're like, I, we don't like none of these
0: candidates. So so. What, so that's very interesting. You think that Trump, in a way, is playing into this by, wh- he's not saying it, but he's signaling, hey, they've given you nothing. Don't vote. Mm-hmm. I'll take care of it. Is you doing better now? Don't vote for them. Don't vote. Or, don't vote for me. Doesn't matter. Yeah, don't vote at all. Just don't and it, vote. And wow. it play-
1: and it plays right into the ADOS. I got well, to pay attention. I got to pay
0: attention that messaging. See, see how if he's, cause he's very good at subliminal stuff. So I gotta, I gotta pay attention to what he's doing there.
1: And before we wrap up with these last three clips, I just want to make a point, make a point of it. This is how ADOS, the group. And I want to make that clear. Cause ADOS is a lineage. And that's, that's what I claim. American descendants of slave. I mean, Africans, um, excuse me, American descendants of slavery, but ADOS, the group they started talking about voting down ballot, and man, they got ran out of town. Whoa, yeah. We we covered this on our show because it's like, no, we're not vote. What the part do you understand? If it's not tangible, if we don't see it in our pocketbooks, we're doing just fine for the last three years. Last time I checked, you know what I'm saying? This is me speaking as a proverbial whole, but last time I checked, my my 401k is looking better than it ever looked. Right. You know, the Which is which is
0: part of Trump's message. Right. And you uh, look and you and your wife thinks you're a genius. Yeah, and
1: job jobs are available. You can leave one job and go to another job. It's not like you're I, I'm not speaking for everybody, but if you're gainfully employed, there's opportunities. Um and just, just another example here. Um where I work, they're building a three billion dollar facility, right?
0: hmm
1: there's certain labor unions none of the people speak english right so these things are noticeable i mean i'm not knocking but i'm just like so if even if i wanted a job on that team i can't because i don't speak spanish
0: right it's the construction industry is i mean it's yeah it's basically uh mexican
1: yeah you're locked out i mean you're i mean you're locked out yeah uh, it just because they're not even saying about um uh, uh lineage or ethnicity, just the language barrier. Yeah, if huh. I'm working with twelve other guys that speak nothing but Spanish, it can be
0: dangerous. Yeah,
1: it can be dangerous, and then they're gonna I'm gonna slow them down. So right. this is where we, this is where we're at, and these are real. These are real happenings.
0: Yeah, where's but, the diversity in the construction business?
1: Where's that brown and black coalition at? And where's the trans people in construction? maybe I don't know no that's true but I'm just saying if you guys have kind of cornered the market in this uh, in this uh, union you should say hey man we're going to throw the brothers you know four or five of these spots If there's a real coalition, I mean that's how coalitions
0: work, right? Throw the brothers four or five of these spots. I, 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 <laughs> hey, I could just see that conversation never happening. <laughs> exactly, and that's that's why
1: it's not a coalition. It's a it's 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 a it's a uh, fallacy. But um, Ted Hayes, The last two clips have been uh throwback clips, but man, he really goes in in these next two clips. Uh, Ted Haye's three. And these
16: folks have come into my country in the name, ironically, of people of color, my color, skin color, and the civil rights legacy. And they're equating their struggle of whatever they're suffering in Mexico, Guatemala, El Salvador, Korea. um, Their struggle is not to be equated with the struggle of my enslaved ancestors and emancipated forefathers. For them to come into my country and take my legacy is to rob me of everything that I am. And if they get amnesty, then black people in this country we will die because of the illicit numbers that are coming into this country through the through the erroneous twisting of the Fourteenth Amendment, which was not for for the emancipated slaves.
0: Wow, she was did she want to shut him up? She shut him down. the the, the disdain
1: that she has in this next clip and the amount of her being condescending is so obvious; it's ridiculous
2: let me inter- interrupt you for a second, you know, you spoke about your kind sure. of black heritage and slavery and all of that, yes. and you call yourself yes. a civil yes. rights activi- activist, you're a black yes. man. Most of the protesters yes. against this law say this is a race issue and this is the new civil rights era in the United States. If that's true, how can someone like you support this law? I think for many people it seems like a contradiction here.
16: Because number one, these people who are claiming color are actually white people, you really their, their documents, you read the federal law, you read their own birth certificates. They are considered Caucasian people. They are not Black people. Secondly, the business that the United States had with the emancipated slaves has never ever finished. You see, we Blacks lead the country in every we lead we lead the country in every um, negative social statistic that there is. We are not finished with us. So how can these folks come into my country in the name of my civil rights and take it from us? That's why the majority of Black people in this country. Are against illegal
1: immigration. Right. Okay. The reason why, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear what she said to him? Oh no, yeah. You're kind of black, and you call yourself a civil rights leader.
6: Yeah,
0: yeah. And and who is she?
1: Uh, from RT. I don't. I didn't catch her name, but from RT. This this is on RT, and this the this is the closest you'll get to mainstream news. Was she white? Or, <laughs> what, what is she white? Black. She she was white. She was white. A, wo- a um, woman of
0: whiteness. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: To say you're 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 kind of black and what's the reason uh, she's on
0: RT Mo? I mean, <laughs> that's that can even be below podcasting in some cases. But that's that, true, but
1: it's like the way she spoke to him was like,
0: well, didn't say it's the new civil rights and no no no, yeah. no. But you know, for for a future show, we really have to look at the black leaders in America. Mm-hmm. I mean and and I'm saying this in the context of just having seen uh a a shrine to Nipsey Hustle on the Grammy Awards mm-hmm. uh which is produced by the whitest man I know Ken Ehrlich it was his last show and I work with him and I'm not a fan of Ken Ehrlich but that you know, that to me is emblematic of the problem you know what leaders what leaders thank I mean you. like Tavis, thank you. what
1: Tavis Smiley said they sold their souls to Obama. All the leaders are done; they're cooked, and that's why people on podcasts and hashtags are are the new leaders. That's why you're seeing a a groundswell well, I want I
0: want you to highlight some of the new leaders uh, in okay. in a future I, I show. I'd that. love and to, I, and, I, and,
1: I, and I have been doing that. I mean, no, I know the, from the time clip, to time you bring from, in YouTubers from the clips and stuff. We hear, yeah, yeah, I know. From the clips we hear, they these are the voices. Now we don't have. Le- The thing that we don't need is leaders. We need people with ideas that make sense. And this is this kind of go back to what I said before. The conservative party is formed or the Republican party is formed around ideas. And it's like if you're on board with the idea, then we can we can work together. Right. It's not about identity. It's about ideas. And that's where. I'm headed, and I hope more people that share my lineage are headed the same way. If you don't share the ideas, no, it's not about uh, just, you know, this feel good thing. We need to have you know, uh, culture. And culture is shaped out of shared morals and, and, you know, understandings. So that's that's what's really being shaped here. And if you're not on code or on board, Sorry for you because right. we ain't we're not doing the identity politics anymore, and that's the whole mo point of the show.
0: Mo, you sound like an angry young black man.
1: I am <laughs> just checking,
6: just <laughs> no, checking.
1: no I, 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 I'm not, I, I, but I'm angry that when people tell you get back in your, your box, like she just did to this man, get back in your box, you know, horrible to think like that. It's horrible, but, yeah. I, 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 I digress though, but no, but, but,
0: but I understand. And I, and I, what I'm hearing, I'm actually, I'm hearing you frustrated. Mm-hmm. So well, well I, I want, it, I want to identify who are, who are the, I mean, is it Candace Owens, you know, it, exactly.
1: Cause she's, she, I'm not saying because of what her ideas are, cause she has good ideas as well, but we're, we're checking and see who's backing you. We're checking to wait for the other shoe to drop. And like I said, I'm not harping on one group or the other group, whatever. But when a did this pivot of no, we're not voting. No, we're not voting. Tangible, tangible, tangibles, Then you come with this. Oh, yeah. Vote down ballot. No, Expl- that is, that explain, the explain
0: test. the vote down ballot.
1: OK, this is what they were saying was we're not going to vote for president, but we're going to vote for everything, you know, everything under that. And it's like. Bro, everybody votes straight ticket. When you go to vote, everybody has matched a red button or a blue button. Right. And they're out of there. So don't play that con game with me. Right. And like I said, I'm not taking sides in this whole, and I've kind of stayed away from that whole thing so you think the, going on over there.
0: The voting down ballot, that's a cop-out is what I'm hearing that's a, That is a
1: con. It's mm-hmm. not a cop-out. It's a con. It's like once I get you in that voting booth. Then, what are you going to do? You're going to do this easiest thing. You're going to match one button or the other button. And, right. then, and then, you know, right. you're not going to sit out there and fill out every bubble. Nobody does that. <laughs> <laughs> come on. It's like we pick teams. It's like the Super Bowl. I mean, let's just be honest Yeah. Yeah. So, if it doesn't pass the smell, to, and that even goes for me. If I come here talking crazy, cancel me. I'm serious. Because, I mean, it, we, 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 we're, 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 it's, it's, it's about, being independent thinking, we're not being heard anymore. Free men talking, yep. Free men talking. So this last clip is just on a lighter note. Uh, it was not really lighter note, but I got a question for you. More Hispanics claim dot dot dot. What
0: What do you think it is? Uh, this is almost a family feud question. Yes. More Hispanics claim. Just based on, Steve, uh, based on everything I've felt during the past two hours, I'm going to say more Hispanics claim to be Caucasian. Survey says
2: more hispanics are identifying themselves as white Ah! that's according to a new census numbers
4: released today the report
2: estimates 1.2 million of the 35 million hispanic latino or spanish americans changed their race to white in the latest census research suggests hispanics who have experienced discrimination are less
4: likely to identify as white
0: okay what do i win
1: you, sir, win another episode of the MoFax Podcast.
0: Uh, <laughs> with Adam Curry. Outstanding, Mo. I really appreciate so, this. I, and I I think on this episode, I like talking and uh, you know, discussing some. We do, Sometimes the, the topic and the clips warrant a little more uh, conversation yeah. between the two of us. I enjoyed it very much. I, I like that.
1: Hopefully, and, I, I, hopefully the listeners enjoyed it as well. And it's just that that's what we're here. We're doing. You're not getting inside, standing inside a box. I'm not standing inside a box. We're two, two men, free thinking Uh,
0: two American free, free thinking, free talking men. And uh, Mm -hmm. we certainly uh, would like to hear from you. Um, You can go to mofax.com is where you can find every, all everything about the show, Uh, but also you can uh, support the show. We work under the value for value uh, method. Uh, Next week. I think we're going to start thanking some people uh and mo I, I know mo's had a crazy week uh mm-hmm. at the real job uh which is also you know we're probably going to move to tuesday as well as as a bit of housekeeping so uh yep. looks, looks like tuesday night will be our we're going to try that as our as our fixed night um and uh we'll get things going with the uh, with the value for value network already people are starting to email us ideas there's themes there's thinking this is very important that you participate in the production of the show and mm-hmm. um we also feel that uh our time is valuable so if you value this show please put that into numbers go to mofundme.com m-o-e fundme.com and uh support the show And
1: as I always say, pay attention to
0: everything and the truth will reveal itself. Ain't that the truth indeed. Mo, thank you very much, man. I enjoyed it as always. Same to you, Adam. Okay. And we'll be back next week, probably around Tuesday. For all the show notes, go to mofax.com. Until then, everybody, bye-bye.
6: Whenever it rain, feel
5: this way a little something to get me through this day yeah. Give me a little at oh, that No, not bad, yeah Won't let me a good day Yeah,
6: yeah. So everybody but in here?
5: Feel the pain Letting go with it on my feet Yeah, crushed up and No, not bad